Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. Today, we're doing things a little bit differently. So recently, my good friend Claire Wood interviewed me for her podcast, so the Claire Wood podcast, and we were chatting about my biggest month ever in business in April and how I hit $300,000 in revenue in just the one month. Now, to put this into context, $300,000 revenue was my revenue goal for the entire calendar year of 2020. And I hit that in just one month in the middle of a pandemic. So it was kind of a big deal for me. And Claire is just the most fabulous interviewer. So we're really good friends. And she rocked up for this interview without any questions prepared. And she somehow managed to pull out some pretty scary answers from me or answers that felt really scary for me to share but that now I'm like, okay, actually, I'm really glad I shared that because I've had a lot of you guys reach out to me on social media and say, thank you for sharing the behind the scenes. So I thought I should probably share this episode on my podcast as well, because I think if you haven't already listened to it, there is a lot that you can learn from it. And when I say 300,000 in revenue, I think this is my biggest takeaway, right? When I say 300,000 in revenue, that's not profit. Okay, so I talk a little bit more about that in the episode, as well as a bunch of the mindset struggles that I've been dealing with, because, you know, like there's this expectation that you grow your business and that the biggest challenges, you know, come with growing a team or, um, you know, managing your money. But I actually personally have found that the biggest mindset or the biggest challenges for me have been around mindset. So I dive a little bit more into that as well in the interview. If you enjoy this interview, make sure you pop on over to the Claire Wood podcast and listen to some of her other episodes. Claire really knows her stuff and she also interviews some fabulous people in business who know their stuff quite well. (laughs) So make sure you go and listen to her podcast too. And without any further ado, let's jump into the interview. Hey, Steph Taylor. Hey, Claire Wood. This is fun. (laughs) This is weird being here, you know, like in my apartment without a glass of wine in our hands. I was just thinking the same thing. What are we going to talk to each other about? (laughs) Well, let's find out. And I'm sure our listeners are going to enjoy hearing this. Well, I've got a topic in mind and I'm super excited to delve into it because... The last month, something pretty amazing has happened inside your business. And I would love to share the story about how you've come to achieve the results that you have. And then maybe a little bit of the backstory behind it as well. So before we get into that though, um, for anyone who doesn't know you, um, would you like to do a quick introduction to yourself? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm Steph Taylor. I am a digital product launch strategist and I also help people to launch podcasts. I have a podcast of my own called Socialette. It's a bite-sized online marketing podcast. And yeah, I mean, that's the little elevator pitch really. Yeah. Well, it's lovely to have you on my podcast for a second time. I've never had anyone on the podcast twice. I'm honored. Steph and I actually both are from Brisbane. We both live in the same hometown. So it's so nice to record a podcast in person, I have to say, and it's lovely to have you on again. Now, the reason I wanted to chat to you today is, as I mentioned, something pretty amazing has happened in your business in the last month, which is that you've hit a $300,000 revenue month in your business last month. Wow. Yeah, that was my entire revenue goal for the whole of 2020 was (laughs) $300,000. And it happened in a window of a month. And this is why I wanted to bring you on to share a little bit about this story because for me, it is so inspiring and it's so inspiring what we look at what that would look like to um, project that over yeah. a 12 month period. And I'd love to talk a little bit about firstly how you achieved it and then a little bit about some of the things that went in behind the scenes. Mm. So tell us about this revenue um, target that you've achieved. How did you actually hit 300K in one month? So the funny thing is this came all off the back of one single $197 product. Amazing. Like, this this is what blows my mind because I always had this mindset where it was like, you need to have 10 different kinds of products. You need to have, you know, like a $20,000 course or whatever. And I've managed to hit that goal off, well, I managed to hit the entire year's goal in one month off a $197 product, which blows my mind. And I'm sure we'll delve a little bit into the specifics of how exactly I met that. But yeah, one product. Yeah. No and clients. This is really challenging the thinking around the way that perhaps we're taught to build up our business. It has mm. to be a whole suite of products. So let's get a little bit more into it. So, firstly, what is the product? Yeah. So it's my A to Z podcast launch plan. It's not an online course. It's literally step-by-step how to launch a podcast. So, I mean, there's so many other online courses out there teaching you how to launch a podcast. They're all at a higher price point. So I thought, you know, like 197, it's pretty affordable for most people. And it's just what you need to do when to launch your podcast. It's not videos. It's none of the extra fluffy stuff that you don't have time for, right? It's not the theory. It's not the nice to haves. It's just like, you know, have you um, got the domain name for your website? Have you registered the Instagram handle? Like it's all of the checklist steps. Yeah. Amazing. And so how on earth did you possibly get this $197 product to such a large audience? Because you've obviously got already got a quite an established following. You've got quite an established email list. But the amazing thing about this launch is that you actually did it to cold audiences. Yeah. And I suppose the caveat here should be that, yes, it was $300,000 in revenue, but there was also $150,000 in Facebook ad spend behind that, which if that sounds like a scary number to you, that <laughs> that's a scary number to me as well. Like I was slowly sitting there scaling up the Facebook ad spend every day thinking, Oh my God, like this is a lot of money. Like $5,000 a day is a lot of money on Facebook ads, but you know, it paid off in the end. But the thing is, right. So I have launched this thing live probably five times now. So I know that the funnel works really well. I'm not just blindly pouring money into this, into ads, hoping that it's going to convert because I already know predictably people 
like this funnel works, the messaging works, the webinar works, the emails work. So going off like past numbers, I know if I put in, you know, $5,000 a day, it's predictably going to generate about 10,000 in revenue. So what happened differently this month? Why have you sort of not been scaling up in earlier months if you've got this amazing product (laughs) that's bringing in this, what literally is a passive income stream? Yeah. Well, it's because of the... I wanted to make sure everything was right. I didn't want to rush in and throw lots of money into ads and then find out, you know, that it wasn't converting and suddenly I've wasted all this money. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. They kind of think like Facebook ads is going to be the solution to getting them all of these sales. But if something else is broken, you can throw lots of money at ads and you're not going to actually create any revenue or you're not going to get a positive return on your investment in ads. So I guess like the product, I only originally launched the product in November last year. And then I wanted to do a couple more live launches before I started automating it. And the whole process has just been, you know, like testing things, tweaking things, finding out, okay, like this, um, this email sequence converts better than that email sequence. This, um, webinar sales pitch converts better than that webinar sales pitch. So it's not really something that you could rush. I think it's actually happened quicker than I was expecting it to, to be completely honest. Yeah. Amazing. So let's skip back a few steps because Mm -hmm. something that you spoke about before, and obviously this is my big passion point. Everyone who listens to the podcast knows that I'm a really big believer often in business, especially in small business, people always headline with the I hit $300,000 sales. People always talk about (laughs) six figures or seven figures. And I love that straight away you actually shared, well, that's not a profit number. Mm. And that you did obviously have a significant investment that's at behind it. Were there any other expenses that you incurred in the process of creating the product from end to end? Other than copywriter and my VA's time setting up the... Actually, no, my VA didn't even set up the sales page. My um, web designer did that. And then my VA's time doing customer support. Those are really the only other expenses. Yeah, amazing. Although uh, and software, obviously. All of the apps, that, that does get really expensive. Um, so for example, I use Zapier to connect my webinar platform with my email platform. So everyone who registers for this webinar goes through a zap that connects the two and then they end up on my email list. And because I have so many people going through this funnel now, I'm paying about 1500 US a month just for this one piece of software. Wow. It gets expensive very quickly. Yeah. And, you know, not to forget all of the investment that you've made into your business, all of the training, all of the coaches that you've worked with, the tears, the blood, the sweat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Which is what I wanted to get into next. (laughs) So obviously we're headlining with this, uh, you know, amazing success story. And it is an amazing success story. But behind the success, there's always heartache. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, you know, you mentioned that this is actually the fifth time that you've gone through and launched this product. Um, and I know that your business over the years has, has pivoted. You've launched a couple of different things at different times. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about maybe the things in the lead up to this, all of the lessons along the way that have helped to contribute to the success oh, of this month. I love this. And it's actually so funny because I think the last time I was on your podcast, I was talking about like email marketing and probably marketing strategy. So I've, yeah, I've pivoted since then. And that was maybe only a year ago. Um, so I guess, yeah, the, 
the big pivots and the big lessons. Um, my first big pivot was running out of money in my first little business, which was an e-commerce business. Um, do not recommend quitting your corporate job when you don't have three months worth of expenses saved up. Just a pro tip there. <laughs> had to learn that lesson the hard way. Then the next thing was I... So I was working at a startup doing their marketing and I started doing client marketing myself under the brand Wild Bloom. And eventually, like I hired a few other people. It ended up being me and three others doing client work. And I was traveling a lot and not enjoying, you know, like different time zones and yeah, client calls at 2am, all of that. That wasn't fun. So I guess the big lesson there was actually, oh, let me take that a step back. So I actually then went and saw a business coach and we did a strategy session. And I said to her, I said, you know, like, I don't want, I don't know if I want to do this client work anymore. And she gave me permission to fire all my clients, which was all I really needed. So I think sometimes, I think I guess the big learning there is you don't always need somebody else to give you permission um, before you take action on that. Um, I guess like now then oh then I started, you know, being the generalist marketer with the podcast, teaching people, you know, marketing strategy, how to get more Instagram followers because everyone really wants to know how to get more Instagram followers. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you guys, the answer is Facebook ads, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like then I kind of yeah, I was the person who was known for everything but nothing. And I found it really hard. Like around that time when I last came on your podcast, it was such an uphill battle selling anything to anyone because yes, I had an Instagram marketing course, but I wasn't the Instagram expert. Yes, I had a Facebook ads course, but I wasn't the Facebook ads expert. And while like I was selling a few of these things, it wasn't really scaling up. So then once I niched down into launch marketing, that's kind of when everything started to take off. It's like once I became known for my thing and it was so, it, it was so glaringly obvious that launch marketing was my thing and launch strategy was my thing because I was just addicted to launching online courses. Like I had five online courses at one point and I just loved launching them. <laughs> so I guess to answer your original question, um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about how um, behind the gloss of the numbers, mm. and maybe some people feel a little bit almost triggered when someone, you know, hits know an amazing, do, yeah. you know, revenue goal or profit goal, or we see other people, um, you know, in our industry achieving amazing things. And it can make you feel pretty damn crap sometimes, can't it? Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, right? So I feel I, whenever I post anything about like numbers on Instagram or talk about it on my podcast, I always feel a little bit like, oh, is this going to trigger somebody? And like, the thing is, I'm not putting it there to make anyone feel inferior. I'm not putting it there to like encourage you to compare yourself or to make you feel like, oh, why am I not here yet? It's more as motivation for people like you, Claire. But also you've got to realize like I've, this has taken me four years to get to this point. So yes, while the product's only been around for, you know, what's it now? Like May, so six, seven months, it's been four years of a lot of other things that have led to this moment. And I think if I had launched this product on day one of my business journey, and I was now only seven months into my business journey, I would be even less equipped to deal with it than I was or than I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
so many amazing things. I'm just going to say that. So firstly, let's talk a little bit about the money mindset side because to your point, um, a lot of people do get triggered by numbers and I know that a lot of women especially get really funny talking about them, but a lot of people also get really inspired. Mm. And I know that so many people who hear this episode will be so inspired by what you've achieved. And for me, when something happens or, you know, someone's achieving something that I'm not quite there yet, for me, the big thing that goes on in me is, what are they doing? Yeah. How can I learn from them? How can I tap into that? And obviously not replicated as well. I think that's something that people might then go, I'm going to come up with a podcast launch plan. You're missing the point. <laughs> like yeah. the, you need to come up with what is going to resonate, you know, what works for you and what your area of passion and area of expertise is. And then go on your own journey of working out, okay, what sequence is going to work? What, um, product, how you help people solve that product is going to work yeah. for you. So it's like learning the lessons from someone who is there. Yeah. But I think also where you differ and like you have an abundance mindset. You've spent a lot of time, you've invested a lot of money into learning, you know, about money mindset from amazing like people like Denise Duffield Tovis, right? And you've got that abundance mindset. You know, like just because I'm hitting my revenue goals doesn't mean there's any less money out there for you. It doesn't mean that, you know, like people aren't going to have money to work with you. Whereas I think a lot of people who find it triggering potentially worry that because somebody else is finding success, it means there's less success for them out there. Yeah. Is that your experience with your clients? Yeah. And I actually did an episode about this because I know that I definitely used to feel like that with competitors. Mm. And, you know, someone launched a program the same time as me and I'd be like, people are signing up for her (laughs) program and not my program. And actually I started going, hang on, if they do an online course and have a great experience, what's that going to do? It means that they're probably going to want to do another online course. And I'm like, gosh, I hope that she delivers a really amazing course (laughs) and that they get some fantastic results working with her. Because if that's their experience, they might be willing to do that again. Yeah. And um, I definitely believe that there is plenty of business out there for everyone. And I don't think that anyone else's success means that it's any less for you. If it does. If you are feeling a little bit triggered by talking about numbers, I would say that maybe that's a, a time to go and do some work on yourself. Yeah. And I can tell you, I can't tell you how chalk and cheese I am from what I was a couple of years ago, <laughs> but it's been a journey and it's definitely been um, something that I've done a lot of work on. And I know that um, a lot of people um, in the in the business space who feel the same have, have had to come on that journey as well themselves. It's an ongoing journey as well. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think I think back to this time last year and I've definitely come leaps and bounds since then in terms of money mindset. Yeah. But there's still moments where I feel like oh, like I could stop making sales tomorrow and then like maybe I can't invest in this thing because what if the money stops coming in? Mm. And that's still like scarcity mindset, right? Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for me was realizing you can still have an abundance mindset, even if you've got, you know, 10 cents in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the last year, there's been points where I've had no money at all. And it's still, you can still have that abundance mindset. You can still trust that the money is coming to you. You just don't know when. Yeah. And even people that I know that are multi, multi millionaires mm. definitely still struggle with 
Oh, I can't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean? You've got so much money. You can do whatever you want. So you're totally right. It, it sounds crazy to say, and people might be thinking that listening to you going, well, it's all right for you, Steph, because you mm-hmm. made $300,000 worth of revenue last month. But that's not the point. And I've seen this so much. I had a client of mine turn over a million dollars a year and literally she wasn't, and not even pretending, she genuinely was like, I have no money. And this is something that people battle with no matter what turnover you're making, mm-hmm. no matter how much profit's in your business. It's exactly to your point. It's about how you think about it. And that's what money mindset is, right? Oh, 100%. And I think like so much of it comes from our parents, right? And it's quite funny because like I recently bought a new office chair, the one that I'm sitting on right now. It's quite a fancy, comfy chair because my remedial massage therapist told me I was getting a bit of a hunchback. So <laughs> I was like, okay, let's get a new chair. Anyway, um, so when I ordered it from Officeworks, I could pay an extra $50 and get somebody to assemble it for me. So obviously I did that. And I was chatting to my dad and I told him, I said, oh, I paid $50 to get somebody else to assemble it. And he's like, I can't believe you did that. That's so much money. I was like, but dad, it would take me three hours if I were to figure it out myself. My time is worth more than $15 an hour, you know? (laughs) Such a different way of thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's like, uh, like, it's crazy because I would have grown up with that kind of mindset around me. Yeah. And it's just been a whole series of consciously shifting that since then. But you've been really doing the work and I've seen the people that you're working with and the programs that you're joining and the masterminds that you're part of. And that's where you start to transform that thinking, right? And it doesn't mean, when I say transform, it doesn't mean that you don't have moments. I definitely trust me moments <laughs> of, of scarcity and doubt and fear and all of those yeah. things as well. But overall, I feel like I'm in such a different space around it. Um, okay, cool. So we've spoken a little bit about how, you know, firstly, revenue does not equal profit. And yeah. I, I'm so grateful that you shared that so openly. Oh. It's something I bang on about all so the time. Funny. It's so <laughs> funny. Like in the online space is like the joke about the person who had the seven figure launch, but spent $999,000 in ads to make the million dollars. And it's not even a joke. I definitely know Denise shared with me that she knows someone that just, you know, massively ramped up the ad spend because they really wanted to have a million dollar launch and be able to share that story. Um, and yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your sales number is, right? It matters what your profit number is because that's how much money you have in the bank account at the end of the day, right? Exactly. And you know what? Like I would rather spend $9,000 in ads and make, and have a $10,000 launch than spend, you know, 999,000 and have a million dollar launch. Because if you've got that million dollar launch, you have a lot more customer service to do. You're paying way more for your email marketing platform, your, all of your different apps everything. So yeah, it's not like, it's not worth scaling up something that's broken. Definitely. Okay. Love it. So let's talk a little bit about what next, because if you've been able to achieve in a completely passive way, those kind of results in a month, does this mean that this can ramp up and up and up? And in theory, you could scale up and up from here for the rest of the year? Yes and no. Um, it does. So your ads do tend to get more expensive the more you scale it up because Facebook shows your ads to the people who are going to convert cheapest first. 
and then it starts to show them some more expensive people. Um, also, when you're spending 10 grand on ads a day as I am currently, your ads get seen by the same people a lot and they start to fatigue. So that's when you have to switch them up. And like I recently invested in a video shoot with Kate and her team at the latest. So I'm excited to get those ads up and running. And that like might give it a bit of a fresh kind of a a, a new lease of life basically. But I definitely have noticed like the, the growth was really sharp at first and now it's kind of plateaued a little bit and I'm scared to scale it up anymore at the moment. Um, it's kind of funny cause I'm actually like in the space of fear at the moment. Like I don't know what to do. So I just do nothing. Mm, interesting. Mm. And that's again, this money mindset coming into play, isn't it? It's like, even though we know how hard you've worked, how much content you've created, how much lessons you've learned over the years, when you achieve what you're chasing, sometimes you get this sense of almost unworthiness. It is unworthiness. Yeah. A hundred percent. Fear about what if this doesn't keep on going? Yeah. Oh, it's the literally the last two months has been me waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm. And it's not been comfortable. It's been, I've like, I've literally spent, I think I've spent more time working on my mindset in the last two months than I have actually spent working on my business. But the way that I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, so, you know, the universe has given me this product that's bringing all this money in that allows me to actually, you know, I can still make money while I'm not at my desk. So if I'm not going to use this, if I'm too overwhelmed to work on my business right now, I'm going to you know, work on myself instead. So it's kind of, it's a, it's a fun little opportunity actually. Um, but also the, um, unworthiness thing. I think a lot of us deal with that. I know a few other people who've had similar situations and they felt unworthy of it. And what my friend Ronsley suggested when I caught up with him the other weekend was that he said, go write out a list of everything you've had to overcome to get to this point. Because it's so, for me, it feels like it's been really effortless, this product, right? Because it's just been, it's been something that solves a problem for people. The messaging's been spot on. Everything's worked really well. But the whole process hasn't been effortless because it's been four years of the bloody business roller coaster. Like there have been a lot of tears along the way. There've been a lot of days where I haven't been able to get out of bed. Like it's been just, it hasn't all been easy and effortless. So yeah, like it's, it's not just the, the short thing that it's not just the quick process that's made it, it makes me worthy of it or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. (laughs) And so I'd love to know, obviously myself, all of the listeners want to know, well, how did you do it, Steph? So are you teaching people the secrets behind your success? Sure am actually. <laughs> um, no, I actually do have a workshop, a three hour workshop that I ran live and now I'm selling the recording for it, which is teaching people how to build a digital product from scratch. And it kind of walks you through the steps that I went through. Obviously I did work with a proper copywriter and that makes a huge difference for the sales copy. Um, I, but then I still wrote the emails all myself. I did the webinar all myself. Um, pretty much everything other than the sales page was all myself. So like there is, there is an art and a science to it. 
Yeah. Um, so if people do want to get their hands on this, I'll share it in the show notes for today's yeah. episode at clairewood.com.au forward slash podcast. And obviously look for this episode. Um, or there'll be in the, the link in when you download the podcast. I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I definitely think I want to go and check this out. I'm sure the listeners definitely will as well. But it's interesting to note, and I hear this again and again and again. I've experienced this myself. It's as much about your mindset as it is about the strategy, right? Probably more so mindset. Mm, the strategy yeah. got me to you know the point where I started to scale up the ads because I knew the funnel was converting. But since then, it's all been mindset. Yeah. Otherwise, like if I hadn't been able to get past that initial fear, I'd still be spending $100, $500 a day on Facebook ads, maybe a thousand. I wouldn't have had that confidence or that courage to spend more. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is too, is it's when you, you know, it sounds really simplistic when you say it like that. Well, of course you're going to spend more money, but there's no guarantees. No. I mean, just because something's been converting at a certain rate up to mm. a point in time. So it really does involve taking a leap of faith. A hundred percent. And especially with the way that this funnel works, right? I put $10,000 into ads, but I don't get that in revenue till the next day or the following day. Right. So I could spend $10,000 today and nobody could convert tomorrow and I've lost $10,000. Yeah. And when you start to look at it in that kind of light, it says, wow, that's really... It's scary. It's massively leaning in, right? And a lot of things in business are like that. I um, worked with a client of mine today and she said that when um, her and her husband were first talking about her working with me, she was, she's like, we were both like... Whoa. <laughs> it's a big leap. It's yeah. a big, um, it's a big leap of faith. And, um, yeah, it lit me up today. She said to me, it, uh, my husband said to me, it's been the best investment that you've ever made in your business. Oh, I love that. And, you know, it, obviously when you make an investment, it doesn't always pay off. No. And sometimes, you know, I'm sure all of us, I know I've definitely <laughs> bought yep. some in my business. And let's just say it was more of a lesson <laughs> than, um, <laughs> than a return. But sometimes you, you know, you, um, buy things or invest in things and sometimes your ads come off. Mm. Sometimes they don't. I've definitely had experiences oh, yeah. both Me myself. Too. <laughs> Me too. I mean, like the, I, I spent a lot of money on ads just to learn how to run them Yeah, without making any return. Yeah. So what's next for Steph Taylor then? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, at the moment I'm just like slowing down a bit, being a bit kinder to myself. Um, but I guess in the next couple of months, I'm working on another product to help people to create a digital product. And then I'm going to be launching my membership, which will be helping people to launch their digital products because creating your digital product and launching your digital product are two completely separate things. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone yeah. gets them confused. They're not the same thing. So yeah, I'm launching that membership in July, potentially early August. I'm starting to have a little bit of a freak out where I'm like, I'm not ready for this <laughs> at all <laughs> because I well, I wasn't going to do my workshop so early on and then coronavirus happened and everyone was like, oh, I want to launch a digital product. And I I was like, well, I've got the content there, so I might as well just do it earlier. And then this other product that I'm launching, I wasn't planning on launching it, but it's something that I thought, actually, I need to do this. Like people need it right now. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. If you're listening to this and you're feeling super inspired by this story, you need to come and give Steph a follow. She's an amazing businesswoman. She's an amazing person, a very good friend of mine. And, um, 
Go and check her out. So where can people find you, Steph? Yeah. So I'm my website's stephtaylor.co. You can find me on Instagram at stephtaylor.co. And my podcast is called Social Let. It's in all of the podcast apps, or you can find that at stephtaylor.co forward slash podcast. And I've actually been on Social Let podcast you too. have back way back when it would I have think. been it was when i was in london it was 2018 oh my goodness there you go. <laughs> two um, years ago wow you'll have to do a bit of scrolling to find that one but um yeah it, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably due to come back on and do another one soon i'd say <laughs> well, well I, I yeah you just never know um <laughs> steph taylor i have this joke with steph i have to tell you oh, we, we, <laughs> she's like what joke? no it's just that whenever <laughs> we see each other i always call her steph taylor instead of steph oh yeah. she always calls me claire wood <laughs> Steph Taylor, Claire Wood, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks so much for sharing. No, thank you. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks. Bye.